Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. I'm Andy, that's Gooey, we're on Patreon, we are back for another episode of The Legend of Zelda cartoon. What's this up? This is episode number six. Goo, I'm excited, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a rainy day here right now, but hopefully that doesn't uh, is it? interfere. Yeah, yeah, it's real, storming real hard actually. I was coming home and a bunch of power lines were knocked over and stuff, so... Um, oh yeah! Hopefully, uh, hopefully the power doesn't go out here while we're recording, talking about Zelda. Yeah, no doubt. It's kind of raining here, but it's like it's actually kind of that soft, like tranquil rain. You know, like mm. the, the kind that puts you to sleep. I, I I'd love some of that right now. Yeah, that stuff is that's the good stuff. Um, much better than power lines being knocked down, kind of rain. <laughs> well, at least no uh, castles were sinking into the ground out here. You know. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm actually I'm fired up to talk about this episode because again, it's just like another it's another indication of how ahead of its time the Legend of Zelda cartoon truly is. By God, um, so I guess Goo, let's just uh, let's just dive right into this episode. This is episode number six, that sinking feeling, and it was released October thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. And of course, in the intro, you know what we're gonna get. Excuse me. Princess. What? XM number oh, 10. I was thinking too early. I was thinking, uh, you know, we're the Mario Brothers and Plumbing's are gay. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was watching this, actually, it uh, it was kind of weird because, like, it was just it just started and it, like, immediately got into the episode. And maybe I was just thinking of the last one we did where there was, like, the... Uh, yeah, fuck, who, who was it? The old guy? That was Fred the Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where where's oh, our man. live action... I'm mad that they didn't put I don't them know. on every single episode. It doesn't make sense why some of them have them and then others don't. No. I'm... It actually doesn't make sense why some of them have them. You feel like they, they all don't because it has nothing to do with Zelda. Not that I'm <laughs> complaining. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm writing a letter to Nintendo. I don't know who to be mad at about this. To Deke. <laughs> Shout Factory. Somebody. Somebody's going to answer the call. <laughs> All right, so let's get this episode started here, and uh, we start off with our heroes, Link and Zelda. They are hiking. They are going on a picnic. Hell and, yeah. Man, they they find a really romantic spot. It's got like a Cupid statue in front of it, and dude, Princess Zelda is fired up. She's <laughs> ready to go. They are so down right now. The, the, this is the horniest episode of the Zelda cartoon <laughs> that we've watched yet, and that is saying something. Yeah, yeah. Link, they lay out the blanket, and they're gonna go to town. <laughs> uh, oh, they they put that blanket down before Link can even get on the ground. Zelda like shouts, she's like, "Shut up and kiss me!" <laughs> Damn. And then and then she's making like these love growls too that were are kind of intimidating actually. Mm. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was a little uh, overwhelming for this kid show. <laughs> I dude, I was just like, what? What did Link like put in her drink? Did did he feed her chocolate bars? Like, what's going on? I've never seen Zelda like this. She even cuts him off. She cuts him off, and it's just like, are we gonna talk or smooch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it's a little inconsistent. I think some sometimes, like you don't get a sense of Zelda's character. Sometimes it's like. She like sometimes hates him, hates his guts, and then other times it's like, 
let's fucking go link <laughs> like i don't yeah i don't understand like i'm sure in a i'm sure in a real show there would probably be some uh depth to that but really it's just like whatever we need in the moment you know man dude just watching this intro though i was just like she is going hard like she she's not playing around she is one thing on her mind and like this is a kid's show i was just thinking like god damn this was funny i was having i was having a great time oh yeah me too it's kind of nice to see the roles reversed actually yeah makes makes link seem less sleazy maybe actually it doesn't really but you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it, it, it like in a bad way. It shouldn't. We shouldn't be validating Link's laziness, but yet here we are. I do think that there is an element of um, product of its time that that you you can give it a little bit of a break for that. Um, but yeah, he's he's pretty damn sleazy. <laughs> but you know what? She's pretty sleazy in this episode too. So it seems like everybody's on the same page. <laughs> Every, just everyone's just a dirt bag. Uh, yep. Uh that maybe that's the true secret of why this show is is both revered <laughs> and uh, never talked about. All right, so just as our boy and this is my favorite running gag in this cartoon, just as our boy is about to get that kiss, uh we have a goddamn earthquake and then all these bugs come out. And goo, I don't know if these were um, like Zelda enemies, did you recognize them? Because I didn't catch the name. Usually, they say what the the enemy is. Yeah, they did. They didn't. I was surprised. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure they're just supposed to be like tektites or something. Hmm. Or or they're or are they little gomas? I think they're tektites. I guess I just have the the Ocarina of Time tektite burned in my brain so vividly that like I didn't even think of that when I saw them actually. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like what's a, what's like a spider like. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and they they hop around like them, so I guess. But uh, okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, that's what they have to be. Weird that they didn't like say like, "Oh, here come the tektites," because they've been doing that they for love every other to do that. Yeah, yeah. I I noticed that a little bit later in the show too, when when he fights that other enemy. I didn't catch his name either. Oh, I can't remember who shows up later. Um. Well, you know what? The tech yeah, okay. So the Tektites were they showed up um in that episode with Prince Facade when they had the the Zola or whatever. Um so maybe it's just like they maybe they mentioned it then, but maybe they're like, ah, they've been around enough. We don't need to keep name dropping them. Yeah, maybe, yeah, you could be right. You could be right. <laughs> Once is enough. Um so we get we get a nice little fight scene here between um, between Link and Zelda and the bugs. I was digging this boomerang combat actually that Zelda was pulling off. She was pulling out some pretty slick moves with that thing. Yeah, this is a cool um, just in terms of like again the characterization of Zelda is off the charts. But like I love I love how Zelda like looks and like and is like a boomerang based fighter in this like. Uh, I would be down for like, uh, they they should have they should have totally done like a second quest of Zelda where you, where you play as Zelda like this and are going around and it's boomerang based. That would be sick. Can you imagine like Link's crossbow training, but it's Zelda's boomerang throwing? <laughs> Zelda's boomerang throwing. <laughs> I'm down. That would be a fucking wild game. Um, but Zelda isn't throwing this boomerang well enough, it seems, because she gets uh, 
she gets cocooned up like like Mr. Frodo after Shelob stung him. And uh, she's getting dragged away. She's getting dragged underground. And uh, uh, Link is, is kind of messing around. And then um, he finally fights off all the Tektites and saves Zelda just as she's about to get decapitated, uh, as a matter of fact. That was a pretty yeah. intense scene. The, like, entrance is, like, slowly coming down as her, as just her head is underneath it. Now, I was like, it was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. It was like the more of a brutal tease than I would expect from the show. But I guess, like, what can you expect now? They're like always surprising me a little bit. Uh, so Link jokes about uh, something along the lines of like, "Well, I want to kiss, but your mouth is covered in cocoon webs or whatever." Uh, Zelda does one <laughs> hell of a kip up actually. I don't know if you noticed this. She like from her back, <laughs> yeah. like literally just jumps straight up. It was awesome. Yeah, she's like uh like looks like a mummy at this point. <laughs> and and then you know what's coming. XM what? number eleven me. from our boy Link. <laughs> yeah, he like uh this, this one delivers a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're only like a couple minutes in and here we are. Just so much uh, yeah. to chew on. We've got we've got uh, sexual tension and energy. We've got a couple <laughs> XMs. We've got Tektites. We've got boomerang combat. Uh, this is good stuff. And Link, he ain't done yet either. He's he's determined to get that kiss. And uh, Zelda's like, okay, sure, I'll get I'll give you a kiss for rescuing me. And then another earthquake happens. <laughs> another one. Oh, this always happens. Uh, he can't catch a break. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Poor Link. <laughs> or, no, not poor Link. <laughs> uh, you know, I was about to say poor Link, too, but also uh, I, I, <laughs> maybe not. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> it's just it, it's so weird because sometimes like at the times where Zelda is down, she's like, OK, sure. And then something happens. I, I kind of feel bad for him. But uh, I, <laughs> maybe that's maybe I shouldn't. I just love I this is like a ridiculous running gag at this point, but I love it. <laughs> I loved that it happened again so soon, and it was, like, the exact same thing, like another earthquake. Because <laughs> it's almost just, like, whenever she says yes, you're just like, all right, like, what's going to be the gimmick now that stops this kiss from happening? Uh, yeah, it's, I, I mean, that's a hard thing to maintain, but uh, I guess they managed to do it for, like, a dozen episodes. We will, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I actually, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead of myself, but I think next episode is Doppelganger, and, like, I swear I remember Link kissing Zelda in that one, so I'm really excited to watch that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, this is, again, this is, like, the absolute horniest episode of, of the Legend of Zelda cartoon. It, it kind of took me aback just how, like, forward everybody was in this opening little intro here, because we're, like, we're, like, five minutes into the show here at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's like, but then again, that's like uh, a quarter of the way or more through the show. That's true. Yeah, like yeah, that's true. Th that's kind of by nature of these episode, like these shows. They're they're like breakneck speeds, and like you know, like things are happening at at a such a rapid pace, <laughs> which makes it kind of fun. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, speaking of pretty awesome, we go into Big Daddy Ganon's lair, and there is this awesome wolf dude who uh, I guess is <laughs> is a wolfos. I didn't know that wolfos existed. No, no, yet. it's Agoria. Agoria. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Though he call I don't know if this is the proper pronunciation, but he calls him Goria. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I, I loved this guy. He was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... he had a funny voice, too. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah I, I thought that he was, he was great. Um, he's looking for... I think it's this overworld magnet or something like that. And then uh, the Ganon is giving him shit that he didn't capture Zelda as well as the magnet. And he, he Big Daddy Ganon zaps him in the ass at one point. I thought that was awesome. It was so funny. Yeah, he's uh, going right back to the evil jar, you know? <laughs> well, you know what? He didn't, like, disintegrate. He just kind of waddled away holding his butt. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, uh, that guy I, was awesome. I love that guy. I was yeah. disappointed that we didn't see more of him. Actually, yeah, he would have been a great uh, like like henchman character, you know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> like someone for Ganon to uh, just shit on. Um. So yeah, the uh, the action kind of spills over, and uh, Link and Zelda decide that since Big Daddy Ganon cock blocked him, they're gonna go and fuck him up in his base. Yeah. It's always weird. <laughs> It's always weird, Gooey, to hear both Triforces when they say both both Triforces, hey? Yeah, it's like getting used to, like, you have to, like, be in that mindset that there's only the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, we talked about this in uh, a couple episodes ago or something, but, like, just the idea of, like, when are they, they got to take it to Ganon, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they've, they've got to bring the fight to him. And I, I love like, that they did. Like, actually... Yeah, but I, it was awesome. <laughs> I love that they, uh, I love that they tied the Triforce up, like, and have it like a fucking balloon by a string, like just floating <laughs> there. <laughs> that was pretty funny. You, you would, you would think that they would just keep the Triforce like by them a lot closer instead of just like leaving it in its relatively unguarded tower. Well, I mean, at this point, <laughs> well, the, so normally they like they've gone to fight Ganon before like I remember like when they Link got frogged they went down right. and took the fight to him like they've done that a couple times uh sing for the unicorn they did the same thing but like there is no reason for them to bring the Triforce is there like is it I don't understand why they're bringing it when they didn't the other times except just so they can like have it not in the castle when it sinks you know like right well that i was gonna say that's exactly why they brought it this time um because ganon is using his overworld magnet or whatever it is and he is going to cause hyrule castle to sink into the ground now gooey yet another example of the cartoon paving the way for modern zelda because anyone out there that's seen the breath of the wild 2 trailer what do you see at the end of that by god you see the castle sinking into the abyss of hyrule's earth Oh, is it? Or is, I thought it was rising up. <laughs> I actually, I have no idea. It just kind of reminded me of the <laughs> Maybe it's the reverse magnet, which uh, that's yeah, the power yeah. it also has. This magnet, by the way, is it's just like what you think of when it's like the red, like horseshoe shaped magnet. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's like the most stereotypical magnet that you could ever see. Yeah, it looks yeah. it like he it looks like he ordered this device from Acme Inc. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he borrowed that from uh the Roadrunner or from Wiley e. Coyote That's... to catch the Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, it was it was good to see the king and Sprite back. I feel like 
I feel like we haven't seen them in a little bit, or maybe it's just we had been the king. a little while since we've talked about them. No, the king was abducted in the last episode, but Sprite was absent for some reason. Mm, that's right. Maybe it's just uh, the time in between. I forgot about our boy, the king. The king, he's such uh, a big presence that uh, just any time away from him feels like a long time. <laughs> yes. Um, so I uh, there we have a next part here, which I loved. So <laughs> Link and Zelda are like venturing to the underworld to fight Ganon. And like Link is just like, I'm going to throw a bomb at this wall. Uh, be, take cover, Princess Zelda. And so the bomb blows up, and you you switch over, you see Link, and he is, like, like humping Zelda on the fucking ground. I thought that was so sleazy and, like, ridiculous. Did you notice that? He's like, hey, get back, Zelda. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay, buddy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and then we got Excuse XM number 12. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> I don't even... Oh, it's because he, he tackled her to the ground. I, I think so, yeah. Something about you and your delicate touch. And then uh, he, he drops oh, the big old XM. Yeah, she, she like chastised him for blowing up the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you got to do what you got to do to get to the underworld, I guess. <laughs> That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was I was listening to, to Ganon in this episode. And he's I think he was shouting at someone right after the scene. And all I could think of is, like, this dude would be one hell of a vocalist in, like, a Linkin Park cover band. (laughs) (laughs) This dude's screams are, like, perfectly pitched to be singing like one step closer. Do, do you can you see that? <laughs> sure, yeah. He there's his vocals are he's got very good uh harsh vocals. I would lo- yeah, I could totally see that it really in any sort of uh metal band. I think that would be great. Oh, <laughs> be fantastic. So uh, off topic, but somebody cut up a remix of NWA's Fuck the Police with like Super Mario music. If you uh, if you know anyone that's capable of making Ganon sing over Linkin Park, you, uh, you'd let them know that Virtual Theater wants to see that, because that would be awesome. I mean, who who played this guy? <laughs> who? I don't know. I feel like we could, uh, I feel like we could probably, uh, get a hold of this guy. Uh, yeah, we can, we know some people that know some people. I'm sure that we could find him. Le- uh, Len- although, that being said, I mean, it's been 30 years since then. You know, no, no guarantees. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Could you please reprise your role as Ganon? For... Well, I, oh, I mostly oh. mean like I hope the I hope the poor chap is still uh, with us. Oh no! It turns out no. Len oh, Carlson. That's too bad. But here, guess what? He's from uh, Edmonton. Uh, I I knew that actually. We we uh, now that you mentioned that. Oh, I think did we, we go over we this? We talked about him in the first episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Shout out to Len. Yeah, uh, rest in power. Uh, you were you were awesome as Ganon. Uh, all right, let's let's keep this going here, Goo. So, uh, Link and Zelda. Oh, you know what? Something that I think I I skipped over here is the Triforce of Wisdom tells Link that he needs like a bracelet or something like that to defeat Ganon. 
or something um, like that. Yes. Yep. Exactly. In, in a rhyme, of course. Yeah, sick rhyme. Uh, so, <laughs> Link and Zelda are in the underground. They are trying to find the castle, and Link has this like kind of the slobberknocker fight with uh, this enemy. And I didn't catch the enemy's name. Did you? He's like a knight-looking thing. I think. I think it was. It wasn't the same as like the tin suits, was it? Or it what? They didn't say. No, it. I don't think so. I think it was just like a dark nut, probably. It's pretty awesome. I, I, is that the first dark nut that we've seen? In this show, I oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. It, it looked I, cool. I wonder why they didn't say his name. Yeah, maybe maybe that naming thing, uh, maybe it's fallen off. Maybe they're not doing that anymore. It just really maybe. was egregious, I feel like, in the first couple episodes. Well, I feel like you kind of nailed it, because I think you said something along the lines of, like, it feels like they're advertising for toys. And maybe they were trying to do that. And, like, create some Zelda cartoon merchandise, but, like, it just never materialized? Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's a reason? Or even just, I f- even feel like just, like, selling the brand of, like, the game, you know what I mean? Like, um... Yeah. Like, kids who play... Like, imagine you play the Zelda game, and, you know, you, you're not... Say you're not reading the manual or something, you know? Like, you're not gonna know what these things are called. So, you know, now you see them in the cartoon, and it's like... Yeah, that's a that's a dark nut or whatever. Like that that's a uh <laughs> a, a tectite or something. Well, the Triforce of Wisdom told them that they would need a magic bracelet to defeat Ganon, and conveniently enough, our boy uh the dark nut here drops a magic bracelet when he is defeated, so Link picks it up and they are going off to fight Ganon. And you know, one observation that I had that I actually like really love is I've realized over the course of this show, we've barely ever seen Link use his sword as a sword, but no. we see him use it as like a gun all the time. And I think that that's hilarious. Yeah, I think that's exclusively how he uses it. And I think it, I think it is because they like want to avoid any hint of like actual violence. So he has to like shoot lasers. <laughs> like, uh, it, yeah. It's just like so funny that even uh, that like, <laughs> To me, the connotation of like shooting something is worse. Yeah, but when it's like uh, there's like there's something like um, desensitized about like a laser because it's like there's no like at least at this time like not much in in terms of like what that even means you know like what it feels like right. it doesn't look violent even even when they had sing in the last episode with the with the size or whatever, like those shot lasers too. <laughs> um, yeah, and you could shoot a beam out of the, could you shoot the beam out of the master sword in Zelda one? Yeah, you could. So, yeah, you can. Okay. So right. it's a cool, it's a cool thing, but the fact that it's the only thing that you used is kind of lame. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't think it's lame per se. It's just like, it's just funny to me how like he uses his sword as a gun and never as a sword. Just kind of it tickles me when you see it. It's I guess it's actually works for this with how goofy it is. Like it's it's more goofy yeah. than anything. It's it's definitely not like delivering like if if you're like a Zelda fan, you kind of want to see you'd probably want to kind of see some cool sword fights, but turns out you're never going to get that. I, I mean, I, honestly, how cool could the sword fights be in the Legend of Zelda cartoon <laughs> made in 1989? Yeah. Even even the the first fight in this show is uh, like he fights with like pillows and stuff, even though he has a sword. 
Uh, and that was pretty awesome, actually. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there is a limit to how good these can be. The animation is pretty weak anyway, so I guess the goofier the better. All right, so here we go. Link and Zelda are taking the fight to Ganon. They're in his lair. Ganon um, quickly subdues Link, however. He's got him wrapped up in chains, and he's using some magic to pull Zelda and the Triforce of Wisdom towards him, when all of a sudden, Link remembers that this bracelet that he picks up <laughs> gives him super strength. So he busts open his chains. His muscles are bulging. He picks up Ganon. He gives her like a German suplex or something away from Zelda, and uh, then Ganon's magnet starts going crazy. Yeah, they like inadvertently fix the situation by just like throwing Ganon at it. <laughs> I had I had to actually rewind because I I looked down for like one second to write a note and I looked back up and look and all of a sudden everything was going up and I was like, what happened? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, he he just fell into it. Okay. Yeah, they didn't have to actually like fix it or anything, but. You know, what do you want? The episode's got to get over with. <laughs> so the castle is rising back up. And then this. This was the worst. Link, or Zelda, is just like, quick, let's grab the Triforce of Power before we go back up. And Link's like, there's no time. There was so much time to grab that Triforce of Power. <laughs> they just, yeah, I feel like every time they've gone down there, they've had to, like, be like, no, we got to get out of here. So they, you know... Because they say, oh, if we get the Triforce of Power, Ganon will be defeated for good. Um, so, you know, they gotta, they just got to keep that uh, that away from them. Or from them, I guess. Oh, dude, I was watching this, and I was like, Link, there's so much time. Just get that fucking Triforce of Power. It's like six <laughs> feet away from you. Ganon is down. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you think if they got that, like they said Ganon would be defeated for good. Like what do you think? Do you think the the evil jar is powered by the Triforce of Power? Uh and so if if uh they defeated him, he wouldn't be able to respawn. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> That's my theory. Maybe they would control all the monsters coming out of the evil jar and they could just like have those monsters go and attack Ganon. Oh, that'd be know. cool. Yeah, become the the good jar. <laughs> the virtuous job. <jar. laughs> All right. So for such a horny episode, we end on literally the best possible note. I popped huge for this. This was the best so part. Zel yeah. <laughs> Link and Zelda and the King and Sprite are are all up. The Hyrule Castle is raised from the ground. And you know what? I got to give Link props because he's fairly brazen in front of Zelda's dad. I'm a little bit more reserved in front of my father-in-law, but Link doesn't give a singular fuck. He's just like, <laughs> I think I deserve a kiss for this. And Gooey, tell him what happens. <laughs> I forget what he exactly says, but the King's like, uh, okay. And he gives Link a little smooch. <laughs> <laughs> but what? that's not what is funny to me, actually. What's funny is that everyone just laughs after that, including the King. It's like... <laughs> I figure I deserve a kiss for that, don't you? Eh? Oh, well, I suppose, if you insist. Ah, hey, that was not exactly what I had in mind. <laughs> I mistakenly kiss you, and now I'm laughing a lot. Like, I don't know. There was something about it that was funny to me about everyone I, laughing. I thought that was <laughs> so funny that the king is just like, well, 
okay, since you asked, and he just plants one on him. God, that was so funny. Like, they present no reaction time of him realizing, like, (laughs) I didn't mean you. So, like, him laughing, it just feels like he's laughing because everyone's laughing and not because he knows why. (laughs) This... This is good shit. The best possible way to end the the episode, in my opinion. Yeah, that was a fun one. I like the the magnet. That was that was fun. <laughs> that is very. Again, it's it's just another like '80s kids cartoon of like what's yeah. what what's the thing this week, and it's the magnet. Yeah, I I can't say that this was the best episode of the Zelda cartoon, even by the Zelda cartoon standards. But it was it was fun. It was worth it for the the kiss at the end alone. If we're ranking them, it's it's the frog one is probably number one. Um, yeah, definitely. And then I don't know the, the pillow fight one is is up sure, there. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. This one this one's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe honestly, maybe even the lower end of the spectrum. Um, but you know what? That's okay because. If comparatively speaking, none of them are, are that high, so that's that's okay. <laughs> yeah, the, we're on the Zelda cartoon scale. Uh, yeah, the Zelda cartoon scale, indeed. Um, okay, well, that is uh, that's the episode, episode number six. That sinking feeling, of course. This is for all of our patrons, so thank you guys so much for supporting virtual theater, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope that you were digging the John Wick episode that we just released. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, let us know over in our, in our discord, um, patron chat. what you think? Yeah. Start, uh, let's get some suggestions on what to do next. Cause we were yes. like halfway there. Yeah. I, I was kind of thinking that we could do the Donkey Kong series, but then I think I saw somebody that had just been watching that recently and it made me just be like, Oh, I don't know if we can do this don't now. Don't want to step it was another... on their toes. I, I can't remember who it was, but it was someone that was kind of like us, like uh, another podcast or something. And they were watching the show and I was like, oh, well, yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to do their gimmick if that's what they're doing right now. So. All right. Well, we're open to suggestion then. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, we're we're almost out. We're halfway through. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that uh we get some more classics out of some of these episodes. <laughs> I'm really pumped for Doppelganger. I'm not gonna lie, because I remember that one as a kid. So that that to me is what I'm I'm looking forward to the most. Um, something I don't remember what something happens in that episode, and uh, whatever it was, I just remember I remember it as a kid. It's stuck in your mind, and we need to unlock it. Abs- yeah, absolutely. So that's coming up. Um, that's coming up next episode. So I'm, yeah, I'm fired up for that. All one. right. That the hype is all right there. all right well we will see you guys next time uh that is the legend of zelda cartoon this is virtual theater you know where we are you know where we're at and uh thank you again for supporting and we will see you next episode bye Oh, I've waited long enough for this moment.